You're never going to get this girl to admit anything new is worth a fig, she said about Jamie, winking at Mrs. Bellwood. If it was made after she was born, she's not interested. Becca says I was born a generation too late, Jamie admitted, referring to her older sister, Rebecca Leighton Burke, fifteen years her senior. But I don't think anybody truly appreciates the stuff that they have and use every day. That's up to future generations. Like now. She got out the order book and scanned the orders, figuring out what all would be needed for the July 4th rentals in a couple of days. She hoped she had enough supplies. It all depended on that day's rental baskets coming back on time. Planning the baskets was a lot more fun than she had thought it would be. At first, she had just intended to include a cooler with hot dogs and commercial potato salad, but her imagination had taken flight, of course, because she loved food almost as much as she loved vintage kitchenware. She wasn't ready to include vintage food with the baskets. Instead, she had brought in a partner, the chef at the Queensville Inn, to offer the Lover's Lane basket with wine, cheese, and croissants the family fun basket with chicken, two salads, and cupcakes for dessert, and the family reunion basket, a much larger affair that included the food from the family fun basket, increased to whatever number was necessary. The business was getting great buzz, with the Wolverhampton Howler, a local newspaper, calling it a grand little tourism boost. The owner of a local winery had called her just that morning, wanting to get in on the idea. He would offer he said, his grounds for the Lover's Lane renters, and they would get a tour and wine tasting along with their luncheon. She was going to try it out in her next advertisement. That had gotten Jamie thinking, and now her mind was teeming with new ideas. Maybe she could include tickets to local events. That would promote Queensville, too. She'd make up a music lover's snack basket, with brie, a jar of locally made red pepper jelly, a baguette, wine, and tickets to the classics in the park night. And a day on the river basket would include, along with a lunch, tickets for a ferry ride over to Heartbreak Island, and a cruise up the river on a sailboat. The ideas were coming thick and fast. Some she could try this summer, but some would have to wait. The cowbell over the front door clanged, and Valletta looked up to see who was entering. She rushed forward and held the door open as Ella Douglas maneuvered her motorized wheelchair into the store. We're going to have to get an automatic door opener installed, she said, both to Ella and the store owner, elderly Mr. Klausner. Mr. Klausner glanced up from the newspaper he was reading with a magnifying glass and nodded. He'd heard it before. Modernize or die. At 93, he wasn't in any hurry for either painful procedure. How are you today, Ella? Valletta asked, bending down to the woman. Ella Douglas, frail and bespectacled, shook her head. Not too good. If you have a minute, I want to ask you something. Valletta nodded and the two moved back toward the pharmacy counter the discussion clearly necessitating Valletta's specialized knowledge as a registered pharmacist. Mrs. Bellwood said her farewells, shouted goodbye to Mr. Klausner, whose bad hearing was selective, some said, and tottered out of the store just as another customer entered. Jamie stiffened and riveted her gaze on her basket reservation book. Kathy Cooper, once Kathy Hofstadter, Jamie's only enemy, had just entered the store. The bad blood between them, 
mysterious to Jamie because she had never found out what had caused it, was so deeply ingrained that Jamie normally slunk out of the store when Kathy came in. She was a coward, she admitted it freely, but Kathy could be extremely unpleasant when she wanted to be, and it had caused rifts over the years, forcing mutual friends to choose sides in the mysterious conflict. This time, Jamie straightened her back and took a deep breath. Turning, as Kathy made her way down the aisle, she spotted the little tow-headed boy hand-in-hand with her. This must be Connor, Kathy's nephew. Jamie had heard about the little boy, though she'd never seen him. It was a tragic story. Kathy's much younger sister, Kylie, had been engaged to a guy in the armed forces. She became pregnant, but the fellow was shipped to Afghanistan before they had time to marry. Kylie bought a wedding dress, planned the wedding while she waited for her soldier to return. But Drew Walker was killed by an IED.